What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tales from the Flipside, episode 167. Uh, we got some unboxing. We've got some Marvel Cinematic Universe talk. We've got CGC and grading prices talk, and a lot more. Tales from the Flipside. what's going on everybody another monday night got the got another big crew with us again it's nice to uh have big crews every show so uh we've got john z the one and only nico esquire p dubs is back in the house sean big leg and the one and only mercenaut chilling with us what's going on guys running late jesus sorry I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, Sean's having flashbacks of his uh, his previous life, you know. Yeah, yeah. this is what happens when one when one wheel falls off. Goodness, yeah. the dad doesn't show up, and <laughs> uncle is uh, outside yeah. drinking. Yeah. I just I just, I just walk in from happy hour usually when it started, so I would be out of any idea. Yeah, <laughs> but. Oh, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Um, all right, uh, first. I guess round of, of business is Cap and Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? That last episode, uh, a lot of people were talking about. We usually get to the show a little late or get to the party a little late when we talk about this, but um, good episode. I thought the opening was really good. Uh, I thought the action scene was really good. Uh, what did you guys think? Real talk, I hated the third episode. Hated it. But then things just started getting better, and this is – probably my favorite episode my favorite episode of the series so far because everything is just kind of tying together it, it, for some reason it felt like a final episode you know what i mean like if, if, that's what it felt like but uh we have an episode to go so i'm, I'm excited well i think when you saw the the title alone you know, it was called truth you knew you were kind of getting some some interesting stuff it was going to be a it was going to be a tough episode so yeah. I thought it was. I thought it kind of dived deep. It did a lot of like just building, building. Uh, building <coughs> yeah, we, up we, as a we, character, we, you know. Yeah. So well, it's, well uh, yeah. So is, I mean, it, does that mean? I mean, he left the wings with Joaquin, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so there's, you know, so obviously that there's a good chance of that being uh, the crossover thing where we all kind of are like, where'd he go? Wasn't he part of the series? And then, so now he's, you know, he's back a little bit. And uh, so may maybe that could happen. Um, you know, I think you generally figured Sam was going to get the, get the shield or get it back uh, somehow, some, some way, shape or form. Um, and <laughs> uh, especially, yeah. And with the, with, with dude building his own version of the shield and things like that. So we'll, we'll see how that ends up going. Although, you know what threw me off? All right. I liked watching him practice, but how come he's like screwing up in his backyard, but in fights, he had no problems. <laughs> with, 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 like with the shield, you know what I mean? Like, how's he whipping in his backyard all the time? And I'm all, I'm, but has he ever really used the shield a ton in fights? I, he'd never dropped it. <laughs> no, so, it just, I, I, I thought that was interesting that he just like was struggling so hard with. It. But you got to think, man, he's not a super soldier, man. That thing can't be. Yeah, just to catch it on your arm feels like a an act most of us wouldn't even attempt. No, not not at all. 
But, uh, <laughs> but how is he catching it? Like, is every time it, he's timing it right to where it goes in that sleeve? That's the other thing I wondered. It's how is it possible? <clears throat> That's what I kind of thought of because, you know, we're not used to seeing anybody besides, I mean, up until the series, not seeing anybody besides actual cap really like use it. And then, or, uh, you know, people with actual superpowers. And that, that's why I thought, I was wondering if, um, uh, what's his name? Um, if he was actually a super soldier when they gave him the cap uh, mantle to start, you know, to start the series. Because I'm like, how's he catch it like that? If he's just a regular dude. I was like, I guess I just didn't realize he had the par- the powers or whatever. Or, you know, super, but he, uh, he, he didn't. <laughs> so apparently that thing's not that hard to catch if you're coordinated. So... <laughs> I don't know. It was a lot of extra, but those are some very, it, it has to like sort of know what's going on. Like the shield, it has to be like somehow controlled to like someone's mind or something like that. Cause it's not going to bounce off punching bags off a tree. Well, Peter Parker <laughs> said it himself. It defies the laws of physics. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so it was catching it. Right. <laughs> Well, what did you guys think about uh, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus showing up at the end as uh, Val? I thought it was a bit of an overhyped cameo, per se, at least right now. You know, Everybody was yeah. thinking of something big, and sure, she could become big, but it just felt really overhyped. It's an odd choice for an actress out of the blue. So is that – are those Secret Warriors, or, uh, the covers right there, are those different covers for the same issue? Yeah, that's a A and B cover for Secret Warriors number six. Number two, okay. I think, is a cameo. Um, that's uh, the Madam Hydra iteration of Constance Valeria Allegra Valentina. What the fuck's her name? I don't remember. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, but uh, at least the scoopers are trying to suggest that she's going to be a big deal. Um, I can't necessarily decide who I think is a scroll and who I think is Hydra. And, uh, you know, uh, there was certainly the Sharon Carter bit. Like, is she a scroll? Uh, is this a secret invasion set up? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm excited about it all. I was really happy that Isaiah Bradley came back. I hope that that's not enough resolution that we don't see him, uh, you know, later on. I think fans are clamoring for uh, prequels. Um, you know, certainly there's, uh, the groundwork laid for like Iron Patriot, um, in the future. And then, you know, I still want to know who's going to die, right? Like who's going to survive this whole thing in the next episode? Somebody's dying, probably more than one person. That's my gut. I thought there'd already be a dead body. Really? There doesn't always have to be yeah. death. And uh, are they... Are they going to solve? Battlestar died. I mean, are they going to solve the the underlying terrorist thing, or does that carry on, or do they somehow take take a uh, take Umbra out to to start off uh, to somehow do that in the last episode? I don't know. Seems like there's a good amount to to tie together, but strangely, um, like you said, Carter, it did almost feel like a last episode. There's more to tie up, but I was like, you know, it always that could be, you know. <laughs> with the after credit scene and stuff, you know, looks like it, it could have been the last episode, but it's not. So thankfully not. Well, I think they want to, uh, you know, they wanted to start, give you that feel like it's a fresh start though. I mean, I think that's the next episode is going to be like almost leading to whatever's next. You know, they've, they've probably got it mapped out and they've got a show. They just are going to reveal the title or something to us, you know, shortly after the finale. So, 
I mean, I've seen a lot of posts. Well, and everybody's about, trying to suggest that John Walker. Walked... Nico is John Walker. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Froze a little there, bud. Cliffhanger. I was just saying that they've people have been talking about how much oh, uh, uh, planning that Marvel has been doing and how they've probably got it 22 steps down the road. And we're just, you know, we're thinking three. Yeah, pretty much. They've, they've proven that over the years. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, was there anything else from this episode that you guys kind of geeked out over spec wise? I know a lot of people are talking Thunderbolt stuff. Um, a lot of people are talking, uh, you know, cap hydra stuff are we you know was that the shield he was building and all that type of stuff um what do you guys think i don't think it was cap well, hydra, general, it was definitely a cap america shield yeah so general ross runs the uh what do they call it the island help me out that prison that's the right. floating prison right the raft the raft thank you yeah and uh that's where they're sending zemo they assume that what they'll do is capture John Walker, send him there, you know, and kind of spin that into Thunderbolts. It seems reasonable. Yeah. They, they made they made Zemo likable for a reason. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. That's a big point. It's a very big point. Uh, when it, when the writers make somebody likable, that means they want they really want him to stay around for a long time. Well, they're not like a ball. Yeah, like like Loki. they did Loki. Yep, you're, you're right. All right, uh, Chang or Shang Chi, uh, as they call it, as they say. I've always that's how Kevin Feige says it. That is it. How he said it. He said it Shang Chi, and I was like, I, I've never thought of it that way. It was always Chang Chi, but that is my bad. So Shang Chi. I was uh, messing up Kevin's last name for years too, so I guess not. I don't even really know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you want him. Me true. too. Um, so yeah, Chang Chi, Shang Chi trailer came out. Looked interesting. Uh, didn't look like a Marvel movie, but I'm all down for it to tie in. Uh, that's for sure. What did you guys think? Look, I'm mean, look good. It, it looked good, and I mean, After the dude the has the best hands. Trailer. Invincible trailer. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. This is one I've not been stoked for. So yeah, I'm just delaying I, like a motherfucker, and I apologize. I just, I don't have any expectations for it, so I, I, I'm, my assumption is going to be very pleasantly surprised, but. You know, I, I don't know. I just I've never read much of it. I've not got a, a background on it. I'm just hoping it's not a flaming turd of uh, Iron Fist 2.0. Uh, it did. It's got to be better than that. Yeah. Yeah. So and so using the Mandarin uh, better than they previously used the fake Mandarins, um, using the real ten rings and things like that. So there's a lot of buildup uh, spec wise. Uh, we had. Um, the pictures and we talked about it in the chat with uh, <clears throat> was it Razor Fist, and so they, we, you, you, you might not know exactly. I mean, someone might know and, and I might not know because I was trying to I was trying to find this answer today. So with Razor Fist, there's there's actually three iterations of of uh, Razor Fist, and uh, so I was trying to uh, trying to figure out which ones those were, 
And uh, so the old is the uh, Marvel Kung Fu Master of Kung Fu. Is it was it nineteen? Trying to scroll uh, back. Me, I'm gonna pull it up right now. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I found it. Actually, it's on my phone. I posted it in there. So there's so there's actually the three different characters, and I'm not sure. So if they're gonna go with the uh, if they're gonna go with the original, then it's gonna be William Young. So that is Master of Kung Fu twenty nine. So I did I did check eBay this morning, and that's that's already moving for sure. Um, I, I I don't know if. Uh, Maybe Razor Fist was completely common knowledge, and I just missed it because I just haven't I haven't read a lot of it uh, of Shang Chi over, over the years here. But uh, Master Master Kung Fu One Hundred and Five, there's uh, Douglas Scott and William Scott are brothers that are Razor Fist also, and they say their iterations aren't much different. So um, yeah, so uh, maybe someone already knows if it if it's uh, Young or one of the Scots, but I'm not I'm not sure. But One Hundred and Five has the Scots. And that's apparently easier. I mean, those are like five bucks online right now, so they're probably cheap, cheap, easy play. And if not, it's a double uh, Razor Fist uh, cover, so I can see even if it's not those dudes, you know, making the cheap copies become twenty bucks or something instead. Holy crap! I'm freaking out over these prices on uh, number twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine was kind of going nuts, and that wow. was honestly, I was that was about eight thirty in the morning when I was looking them up. Maybe what are they going for? At least, at least fifty for like VG fine copies. Um, I'm seeing two hundred for like a ungraded, like near mint copy, around in that range. Wow. Um, I don't know. I assume you guys have seen this too. The the Moon Knight 2014 book is blowing up. So my assumption is people are either really betting hard on it, or there's some some knowledge starting to leak out. Um, I, I think both. And I think that was one of the, um, the modern spec playbook plays last week also. So yeah. that, that, that there's a good chance that that helped with it. But I mean, all those, all those series back then are kind of, you know, start starting to take off stuff that was pretty easy to find all the time is uh, totally disappearing. And, you know, but it was all, that was an acclaimed series anyway. I only read it's like all, the first four or five when they came out. Well, it's also yeah, a little a rounded version of the character. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of great variants from that series too. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot of really, really pretty. I mean, if you like Moon Knight, and you think it, you think it's cool. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good variants. Yeah, I did not know it was a forty, fifty dollar book. No, it, yeah, it, it's been going crazy the last little bit. I got to see if I kept any or not. <laughs> Might have had a few. I've yeah, I've got it. I remember I had. Yeah, I got, I got to have a few of those left, or at least one I, or two. I sold a lot of my Moon Knight stuff uh, when the announcement came because I was like, eh, hell with it. Mm. Didn't know the world was going to triple in value on everything. No, none of us did. None of us did. We thought <laughs> we were only <laughs> dealing with comic book people, <laughs> not not new people. Yeah, man. Learn something new every day. Totally. But, yeah, so that that's nice that the Moon Knights are taking off. All those stuff, man. I think any of those, like Marvel Now, number ones, you know, especially obviously later prints all of a sudden uh, are definitely worth picking up because you, you can still find them. That's a good chat. I like that comment. Uniform 13 says, 50 to $200 raw for hot new books tied to the MCU. Consider that normal as hell. Sports card money, laugh at those prices. Yeah, uh, again, sports cards collectors are absolutely crazy especially right now for everything um one of the things that uh, we've been getting a lot of comments about is for, welcome, us to, Dennis. Yeah, is for us to start uh, doing our best to kind of talk about some different things uh, we've had people asking us to talk more about raw books maybe uh, more cbcs books 
um, and stuff like that. So we're going to do our best to do that. Uh, I want to say put, thank you. To I everybody. put both of them in the market report. You, you did. And, and that's why I'm bringing that up. You're also going to see a lot of books in the market report that kind of uh, are about these issues that we've been talking about at the opening of the show. Um, so we'll get to that here shortly. But I want to say thank you to everybody that's with us in the live chat tonight. Make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, hit that bell. Um, that uh, does a lot for us in the analytics, and we really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you guys check out all the other amazing shows on the channel. Um, we got some exciting stuff coming out in the next couple months, so make sure you hit that bell. All right. Uh, John, do you want to get into Market Report? You just wanted to get, get at it? Yeah, we can do that. You got, we, are, right. we got images somewhere? We do. They are all set up here. All right. Let's Let see. Go ahead and do this. Am I running them? You're running uh, the beginning. All right. I can do that. Uh, let me find it. Okay. Ooh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that one ah. blew my mind. <laughs> I mean, we, awesome. talk about, we talk about new money into the hobby, at, and it's got to be, because I'm sorry, nobody that's been in it for five, ten years <laughs> is going to spend that kind of money on it. <laughs> no, man. No. That, shit, that, I think that was me in like uh, 2012, 2013. That, that's some shit I would have done. Not, I, no, we wouldn't have done it then because back then, like a 98 was 100 bucks. You get a fucking AF15 for 10 years ago for that price. Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, a 1.0 or something, but Jesus. I mean, I, I understand there's probably not many of them right now, but that's only because nobody thought about it and CGC is behind as hell and probably nobody's fast passing that puppy and you know yeah, I, I don't know <clears throat> yeah no no it's for the marvel border yeah yeah it's the marvel 25th uh, collectors <laughs> going nuts it is uh, <laughs> it could be it could be both somebody wow. who didn't get that one yet and just need to say like screw it man i'm just buying it <laughs> i can't think but that that, that that was definitely a book that you did. you're at least waiting until next month Dude, that I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's a 25th anniversary. Books are popular. Captain America's. I, there's there's plenty of them to buy raw nine eight candidates. Out I'd there. rather have a Care Bear seven nine eight than that. Oh man, <laughs> take um, any of those hard to find star uh, Marvel 25th anniversary comics. Oh, so here's Dude, here's another Snake one. Eyes. That, Snake Eyes is great too. It's a lot of good. But this ones. one this one sold for what 20 percent of that. And yeah. actually kind of a more interesting character. Yeah, uh, I wish, I wish George returned. was here. He would and talk about a, his set. Probably a lower printed book. Yeah, so I, 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 I'd imagine it's lower printed. Definitely, I mean, just, just for, yeah, just for the age of it. Um, there's got, I mean, I'm, I would imagine there's probably a whole shit ton less of those graded, especially with CGC being so far behind, even on Fast Track. You know, like the people, it's taken over two months on I will get into it, but it's taken over two months on fast track for modern books anyway. So, yeah, you know, not too many people got it. We're able to sub those and get them back fast enough. No, no. So I, I, I mean, I, these are books that I might have bought. And at some point, this one, I, I still kind of like, I don't think it's got a, I don't know that they're going to use them again, but it's still a cool book. Um, and this price is, is high, but it's not make me laugh high and think, what am I doing? Oh, I would have laughed a year ago. I'm not laughing anymore. Right. No, that's, 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 reasonable. That's, very, yeah. that's a very reasonable price. That's the thing. Yeah. Is we're all looking at it going, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> Dude, that, that was that. That was the Edge of Spider-Verse 2 9.8 price a year ago. Yeah. Right? Yep. 
I know because I sold two of them and I'm sad. I don't want to talk about it, Sean. I don't want to talk about yep, that. Let's, book let's, let's not talk about that book. <laughs> Forget. Let's just hate on Gwen forever. <laughs> Screw it. We're just Another one. Assholes. This one. This this one just caught me because it was you know a a three hundred dollar. It wasn't one of the the you know the fancy variants, and I was just like, wow. So, that's what's in the trunk, right? Is the suit? It's got to be. Yeah, I, there's some the suit. That there. suit, right? Some I, some duration. Yeah, it's. I mean, what else could it possibly be? It's probably you know? got it's, some. <laughs> it's Marcellus Wallace's soul. I bet it's yeah. got some some Black Panther type technology in it, though. To to help. Enhance. Yeah, to help him because he's yeah. Because he's, he's not a super individual, so they can they can give him some whiz bangery, you know. He's gonna yeah. be the red, white, and blue panther. <laughs> uh, if that was an actual comic character, uh, I'm pretty sure that would be selling pretty high on spec right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now you've now you've created it. Somebody's googling that as we <laughs> one of these deviants will post it. All right. Uh, Going to show some classic books here because I, you know, we talk about how our brains can't process some of these sales, and uh, Damn. thirty thousand dollars for a five point oh. Um, Where's Chris at? Chris, you're rich. I, I don't even want to talk about these books. I, I I don't know what I was doing for the last five years. I really don't. What the hell was I, I buying? I have way too many nine eight variants to not. What have I spend, what should anymore? I spend my money on? Oh shit! Um, and it's partner in crime. CBCS Woo! for you guys. This is probably the one book that is not affected by the CBCS price difference. I think uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can trust their grades too. So I tell you what, I I still beat myself because I bought that Zatanna nine six, and maybe like two weeks later, I thought you know I should buy this. Uh, I should have saved that and just bought this giant size X-Men that went up at comic link the next week. And, and you know, nine, eight that we ended up going about 10, five. And I'm like, yeah, I should have, but I didn't. And now it's $50,000 book. Yeah. 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 I actually thought about buying in at 20 and I just couldn't raise the capital quick enough. It just kept chasing, you know, every time you think, ah, I could do that. And the next thing you know, it's 20% more. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, just, yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, it, we said last week. Keep saying, it's it's just uh, <laughs> it's new money. I, I don't know. It might be somebody. Somebody had a million Doge coins, and it's like fuck it. That iconic. I'm going GSX one. Get rid of my Doge. I think a lot of it is iconic nostalgia stuff. Some of the yeah. nostalgia books that are selling just based purely 100 percent on nostalgia, and that's what we're we're getting into that big time. Well, I think there's also uh, you're Sean's right though. There's a lot of there are a lot of people making easy money on strange things that wouldn't have made money before. You know, whether they're day trading or whatever. So, yeah, pull a yeah, pull a one in one Zion as like twenty year old kid in a, in an online break, and have them broker it for like seventy five grand for you or something. All of a sudden, you can you know what I mean? That didn't yeah. that didn't happen when we were twenty one years old. <laughs> It didn't uh, secondary and third markets, man. These second and third markets are just blowing everything sky high. One of the yeah. one of the card shops in town uh, posted a picture of a guy that came and bought a couple packs at lunch, and he freaking pulled sixteen k worth of cards. And you're like, son of a bitch. Jesus. Yeah. 
Yeah, two um, cards, 16K, yeah. Oh, all right. So this is one of Sean and I's favorites, and I just I, – I didn't even see it listed. I I don't really know how. I must not have had the search up or I erased it or got frustrated, but uh, Chamber Chills, 19. Maybe it came up and got sold so fast I didn't even see it. I, I don't know. And I, and all, that that that's probably what happened because I don't I have I have it as like phone alerts or all manually searched. I don't have emails for that or anything. And and it and uh, after watching that what was it the five zero or five five sell for what thirteen? Yeah. So I now I know that I will never upgrade my four point five ever. No. So it's just like so I'm good. Like I'm almost like what the hell am I gonna what am I even watching it for? You know what I mean? The only way I'd watch it if it was like a bad like a real bad three day auction. Ending at 3 a.m. that I thought maybe I could, you know, steal to, to turn a profit. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just – I'm Why get your hopes up now? Yeah, for that much – if I've got if I got to spend $15,000 to upgrade or something, I'm just, like, yeah, I'm over it. I'm good. I'm just going to – I only watch – Go to my grave happy with mine or uh, something goes bad, I'll sell it. So. I only watch these now just for this so that I can be, you know, see them happen. If, if Yeah. But this one – I mean, this one must have just – cleared before i even saw the search it probably sold probably just sold fast and like i mean i've only looked at i didn't look it up online i only looked at the uh it's a these, clean these, looking one these posts of you that's i mean that's honestly that's a really a nice deep black you can almost see the cherry in the cigarette which is really rare for that book it's like yeah. the one thing that that people look for is try to and I don't, I don't know if i've ever seen one with a full cherry on there that one I, just from this picture looks at least fairly close to it yeah, it's, so, it's, a, it's a solid uh, mullet book, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple more Golden Age books, I think, if Brian kept them in order. Uh, classic Superman 24, 2.0 for $1,200. I'm really starting to wonder. I, I just don't know if new money is going to move into some of these Golden Age books or not. It's good. Uh, they're starting to look undervalued again. That I used to say this about five years ago, and I bought a few, and then it blew up, but it... I don't know where it's at. You know, some some books, the pre code horrors are going crazy. Some of these other things that are interesting are not. So I, I don't know. And do you want this book or do you want John Carter for an extra six hundred? You know you what I mean? That that the 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 John Carter nine point eight that was eighteen hundred dollars. Oh yeah, there's oh, stuff oh, like oh, this oh, flying oh. under the radar at twelve hundred bucks, man. It's yeah, like a very I, iconic the cover. I, I don't want to say, you know, that people should buy all Golden Age, but there's some books there that are like, really? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I mean, if you think back like 15 years ago, nobody was checking for Golden Age. And then after a while, people, it just kind of, the, the market just kind of seeped into Golden Age. And now you have that new money chasing after these new books. And eventually it's going to seep back into the Golden Age. It's, it, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So something something to keep in mind. Um, crazy, crazy to just some of these was uh, cool to see the damn thing. For sure. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never. I've never seen one in person. Uh, I remember our buddy TJ was looking for one for quite a while and couldn't find it. You know, when there's a book mm -hmm. you want to buy and you can't find it, that's yeah. frustrating. You're like, I got the money. Dude, I would toss this shit. I would toss that Captain America 232 like a frisbee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I, 
another one that I've shown a few times. I just I didn't even see this one. I I need to add it back to my searches. But uh, oh. this is one of those all time classic covers. Usually gets missed because people don't know what to search for. But uh, under four hundred bucks is a hell of a deal in my mind. Just one of those just crazy things out of the golden age. Was that a Sodi book? Oh, the Seduction of the Innocent Trial. I don't remember. Probably. I don't know off the top of my head though, but it yeah. feels likely. Um, and one more for uh, you guys: uh, Real Life Three, the the classic uh, Schomburg Hitler cover, a six five resto one for three K. Um, this book is <coughs> notoriously scarce, so if one pops up, they usually move pretty quick. Um, hopefully, one of you deviants watching or that watches regularly caught this bad boy uh we talked about this book last week as a 9.8 sold for a crap ton this is the no price variant uh somebody got a nice copy for 285 bucks one bid i don't know if it was a buy it now type thing or what so i know uh, that the variants exist but I've, isn't there so there's more than just the price and no price though right i think, I think it's got the barcode is when i looked at it i, I kind of saw that and i went huh I, I think I, there is, I think there's like a dollar twenty five and like a dollar fifty or something like that. There's multiple variants to this one. Okay. Uh, uh, I think it was uh, JJ Maxwell was talking about it last episode or maybe during the, the top ten. Um, but there is multiple variants to this. Yeah. So, I don't hey know. John, can you go back to that uh, issue before this right that uh, you just had? So it's funny that you put this up. Uh, you go ahead and take it down real quick for a second. So I saw this on uh yeah yeah so uh, she she basically says that at Golden Age comic buyer the cousins say hi and there's three of them graded so Anna loves just killing it out there <laughs> absolutely yeah crazy. I saw that post and I was like oh nice <laughs> um, here's you know one of my favorites uh, Crow nine two straight auction eleven fifty I mean that used to be you could buy three or four of them for that price a couple, maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half. And, hey, John, uh, try not to hit your desk. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's I a crow book, though, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Got I it, did I, yeah. see Comic Link, the, the uh, upcoming auction, or the auction just started, has a 9.8 blue label up. There has not been one of those up in probably two years, let alone one at straight auction. So I am... Uh, Real interested to see where that price ends. In my head, it's six k. But as talking to Nico, he's like, "Hell, it could just as easily be eight or sixteen or six. Who knows, man?" Mark, you said com Comic Link. Yeah, mm. it's it's so, twenty days out and it's already at thirty four hundred. It's Oof. a clean nine two. Maybe there's some closer up defects around the back, but yeah, that looks a tough one to see. And yeah, it can be fingerprints and all kinds of crap on it. I just sold a, a third print number one and number two and a second print three and a first print four, all kind of mid grades for 600 bucks. So it's people are buying. Um, there's one for Brian, three pack of Thundercats. I feel like he's probably got one of these in his pile somewhere. Yeah, that's a sweet thing. I do not have the Thundercats, but I have the three pack that is the uh the top book is secret wars seven the middle book is secret wars eight and the bottom book is secret wars nine in a three pack hmm, i wish okay. i had that one too that's fucking dope 
Man, I had some nice uh, Star Wars ones at one point, but I, this this used to buy for twenty bucks, ten bucks even sometimes. Yep. I mean, I remember this book being five dollars forever. It's crazy. Um, there's one for Sean, two for Sean. Ooh, nice newsstands. I mean, those used to trend closer together, didn't they? Um. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, they did. Uh, Twelve. I don't know. The Skeletor has more like just a little more like cultish of a collection of people. I'm, I'm one of them. So I, I pay more attention to them. So any, the Skeletor stuff is like um, the rare stuff always sells for a little more. Um, uh, it looks like, I mean, look, there's one bid and two bids. Um, it, it drives me crazy, except when I'm in on the auctions, when people start with the high reserve price on books that would go for a good amount. Yeah. Like you just don't get as many watchers off the jump. Like, you no, know what no. I mean? You, you get, you start, if you start either of these books I, and I can't tell you they would have sold for more or less necessarily, but you start them in a, you start them in a dollar and it's a hot book or something like that. But you, you started at five, you get at 500, you start at 500 be like, oh, I was hoping I could get that for four. You know what I mean? You just, you get yeah. more watchers and that, and it just, and, and eBay algorithms, I assume probably brings it up more because more people want to see it. Um, I, yeah, I, I haven't looked at, at GPA, I really, I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've seen a 12 go for 800 bucks before. No. Um, my, my, my set's newsstand, but it's, it's CBCS and I don't give a shit cause they're mine. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm completely fine with CB, CBCS for the PC books and stuff. Well, CBCS so, had that, or that uh, pedigree, they called it. Yeah. Had a shit ton of copper age. Nickel city. Nickel city. Yeah. My, and those, that's actually what mine are. I actually, actually won two sets of them and uh at different times and i think and i sold one set for like 300 for the set but the oh. thing was it was to uh uh it was on ebay but it was to one of one of our friends daryl so i was i was i'm happy that he at least the person who got them for me still has them in his pc so that, yeah that, right. that that's good but the prices they went down for a long time these are 100 and something dollar nine eights yeah they were after, after initial um a lot but it, it was never made sense to me because i'd sell I'd sell the raw set a lot for like 80 bucks or a hundred bucks. And I was like, you know, in the nine eights weren't that much more, but yeah, this is, this is good. This, this is, yeah. National <laughs> universe selling for a lot means all my books are worth a lot more money that like I never bought to be worth money. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Nostalgia. Yeah. Um, Here's one first uh, gray Hulk, Mr. Fix it 300 bucks for a nine eight uh, starting to feel cheap to me. Yeah. Uh, our friend the red chair um this one was in because it's actually a low sale but uh just put things in perspective you can have two of these for the john walker yeah get out of here <laughs> is that is that how downtrodden dc is right now like should we all be buying dc i, I don't even absolutely. know absolutely yes 100 percent. yes dc and golden age i guess yeah they're, uh, they're they're the properties are too valuable to fail in my opinion like, you know, people don't know DC Comics, this and that. Trust me, there, there's somebody out there that thinks they can work it out, whether or not they end up selling or they shut down comics for a short amount of time or if the movies aren't coming as well. I mean, partnering with HBO is a good thing, you know? Yeah. In my opinion, I mean, that. I mean, that's that's a high production value uh, studio there. They Some can, of the can greatest shows of all time. They can trust yeah. the uh, more adult line too, which is where they do better. Like oh, yeah. That's why their animation is always so good. It, it, it's adult-based, you know, hardcore, where 
everything on the CW is kind of fluff. Mm -hmm. Is there a price change in newsstand on this? Absolutely. I don't. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's more for sure. But this was trending over a grand. I had it on the market report not too long ago, and it was over a grand. Well, what year is this book? Like, like 1980, 81? Yeah, probably one eighty-two. So it's not going to be. It's it's not one of those like where it's going to be extraordinarily that much more rare in newsstand. I mean, uh, you know, there's still always know. a premium because people like the newsstand. Ugh, so ugly. Um, another <laughs> book that you know actually. Maybe under the not under the radar, but you just don't see a lot of it. Yeah. Yep. And we more shit I sold too early. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> I mean, comic pros also, is notoriously a mess for getting books out. It's also one of those books that you sometimes just don't want to mention. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. but i mean it's a number one variant it, and it's and i mean it's cool and it, i guess it is i don't remember what i think we used to know what the print run was a few hundred or something was, like that i thought it was 500 maybe yeah, that makes that, make, that makes sense to me but like you know uh, it, it's but it's silk one it's not it's not the first appearance of silk no you know so you know and even as spider-man one is first cindy moon you know not not spider-man four that's just for silk and nobody cares about that because there's seven hundred thousand covers yeah. Uh, and yeah, and you could just find them cheap forever. So, you know, I do prefer that four is the book over number one in that series, but, you know, this is the only Silk One really. Well, I guess, yeah. I don't know. She's had a lot of series too at this point. So, true. All right. Um, this was just, I, I didn't believe it. I had to do a double tape. Um, Ecto Kid by Clive Barker, 225 for 9.8. So at this point, I'm starting to just cruise the bins looking for nine eights, not necessarily caring what the book is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cruising for nine eights. It's not a bad You're strategy. It, it, is. it doesn't matter. It's a nine eight. What? Ah, I'm going to grade it. I don't care. Ah. <laughs> I've, I've randomly done that. Uh, just sheer boredom. Just sitting around at, at like uh, when uh, like my wife chooses a TV show. Um, just hmm. on the eBay app, you know, like the CGC 9.8 auction only sort by ending soonest. Yeah. Be like, can I get some cheap shit real quick? <laughs> you know, <laughs> look through whatever the hell's floating around that, that <laughs> afternoon, that evening, you know, everyone's yeah, wanting to find something. Done it. I don't know if I would have spent 225 on it. Okay. No. But, yeah. <laughs> but I would have found something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Wonder World's in Clive fans. I, I get it. It's just, whoo. Um, Here's one newsstand double cover. Six fifty one. Okay. Yeah, newsstand double cover. That makes sense at six fifty. I, I was watching this one and I was like, oh, I should bid, and I just I just couldn't do it. I I just backed out. But I don't think it was a I don't know if it's a bad price or not a bad price, who knows? Well it's got the Mandarin. What if we see this Psylocke in Shang Chi? <laughs> that would be awesome. That would right? be dope. All of a sudden, dude. The Jim Lee Silver Psylocke comes out. <laughs> All right. Um, there's CBCS. This one, a, a slight discount on this guy. It was a one bidder, so you know you never know. But it, I think I think sometimes that's CBCS people doing it to themselves is they they do a lot more you know high high start auctions because they're afraid of getting their butts kicked. And 
you know, sometimes it happens. Trust me. Oh yeah. Sometimes oh, you yeah. leave the grand on the table. Man, people trying to catch a fish. You know what I mean? And then you, then you don't bid on it. You hope they lower it the next week and then keep running at the same price and you quit watching their books. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with CBCS. People just say I don't put them on the report. I just find them harder to kind of compare sometimes. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it ha unfortunately has to be a rare book because if it's selling for less, it's less likely to be on a market report. So, yeah. Um, and I'd like to feature more straight auctions as often as I can, just because it gives you a little better feel of things. But uh, we talked about Thunderbolts. This one in my head's like, really? I mean, and I get it, but I don't. I'd tell you what, if that were a newsstand, I would, that would seem reasonable. Maybe. You know? I mean, but yeah, that's a whole different ballpark here. I, Hell, even a second print yeah. more reasonable. There's a lot of this book, isn't there? And I mean, it's not the first appearance. It's the first... I, I don't know what I think of this one. I, I've been not trying also, to figure it out. There's also a bunch of previews, too, right, of this book that are in a bunch of Wizard magazines and stuff. Oh. Mm. Interesting. <clears throat> uh, another one kind of rising with the tide of, you know, Spec, the War of Realms, Agents of Atlas one. Um this one seems to have a little more legs in my mind of, of something that's probably going to get, you know, get turned around at some point. 350. Yeah. I I just, I think the Thunderbolts throws me because it's not a first, but then you got the Hulk. I, I don't know. I don't know what I think of that one. I hate when the spec is messy. Um, here, here's a lot of raw books. Hmm. Uh, 12, uh, 12 first bishops <laughs> that... Probably both all of us in our head are like, that would have been 95 bucks not too long ago. Yeah, so I should have kept the 12 I sold for uh, four to twelve dollars each in my life and waited till 2021. Yeah, 1500 bucks, huh? That's something that a lot of people are doing now. They're doing these type of set, these type of sales, just blowing stuff out. How about people going warehouse fine lot? Yeah. Like well, you just happen to have one, yeah. Warehouse fine lot, but some are newsstand and some are regular. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's where the gamble is. I Absolute mean, bullshit, dude. Just somebody fucking lying. No, you know I know. What I mean? But let's say you know if you look at it over and you felt pretty good that the they're you got a shot at some nine eights, you can make especially if those newsstands hit. But I mean, that's a big gamble. That's a big gamble. There's only three pictures, so you have to. Yeah. A heck of a gamble. I'm not even sure Sean can do uh, Eagle Eye on a 12, <laughs> 12 no. picture run. And you can't. Those are they're glossy. I can't tell if those are bagged and boarded in the pick or not. But like, yeah, you know, you just you just need more picks because the light isn't going to hit the things you want it to hit, and you can change your phone or camera angle to make it not hit the light that way. Well, so, probably yeah. whoever bought it's going to look at them and return them if not. Or it's a newbie and they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, Flashpoint, another book that, you know, probably if it were Marvel would be three times the price right now. Well, the recent news from, you know, Michael Keaton confirmed to play Batman in the Flash movie is probably pushing this a little bit. Or is that news too, too new? Uh, it probably happened right at, I mean, this was yesterday. I, 
I don't know. I just I, in my head, this is this is DC just being behind on stuff. Like it would be twice that in a Marvel book. Uh, this one just you know people looking for other Psylocke books to, to chase some of her single uh, issue or her for uh, solo runner. Some good covers floating around. Yeah, that's a great David Finch cover. Yeah, there's, and that was I mean. I did. I remember years ago. That was one of, one of the first after New Fifty Two Marvel Now and then Psylocke Rumors. That the first and second print or that whole miniseries actually. Yeah. Was like what early spec book that people could you know come in. It dropped forever, so I almost like quit. Uh, not not in person, but almost like looking online for these things. And what 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 was uh once was old is new again. Yeah. But nine point that doesn't seem terrible for one nine point eight though. Honestly, no, I didn't think so. That, that sure. sort of Braddock book was also real big for a while. I, I had a bunch, and I, I don't ever think I had probably. I don't ever think I had a nine point eight candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, just a couple more. Looks like uh, this one was like, what the fudge? Mm-hmm. I Smart like. Spec. I mean, wow. Shit, a week ago, this book was five hundred. <laughs> yeah, like, legit. Because I was because because I, I was look, rummaging through uh, my uh, CGCs, I saw this and I was like, "Oh, what's this going for?" And it's going for five hundred. So what happened? Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All the variants in this run are freaking great. All these the twenty one yeah. and twenty fives are amazing, and this is one of the best Wolverine variants. Period, in my opinion, this is that homage to when he came out of the sewers and what was that like two thirty two or something. And he, he it was like his coming out moment as uh, yep. Wolverine. Yeah, and, and I mean if you're if you're specking on X twenty three in our future at all, like you tie her into you're tying her into Gabby, and she's like one of the you know. It's just it's a good tie-in. It's a, it's a good spec buy. Uh, everything else everything else has gone nuts. You know what I mean? This I is mean, one I, I'd probably rather have uh, if you're going to spend that much on a, on a spec modern variant in the same wheelhouse. You can have the um, Moon Girl Devin, Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur one uh, one in twenty five ninety eight. I think probably for about the similar price these days, and could have had it cheaper last month. And that's and that's a guarantee. <laughs> that's a guarantee. This is it'll this be far more next too. month. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, sure. All right, I got a couple forums to share just because. Well, I'm trying to trying to be fair and do hit everything. This one's deceptive. Uh, Fantastic Four one and X Men one for two grand. Uh, the Fantastic Four is water stained as heck, and the X Men is you know probably a a two so these are very low grade books, but for two K, uh, these used to be had for a couple hundred bucks a pop. Uh, they do not come up often. The Laprenzas of the of the uh, um, Marvel Silver Age books are, are kind of like that first forums that everybody's kind of familiar with and seen a bit. Uh, so these are all kind of starting to catch some heat. Um, if they were decent copies, I know uh, a buddy of mine paid. Uh, several K for a five O of the X-Men one. And that probably is a deal even now. Um, and then this one actually shocked the shit out of me. I was actually looking to find this sale and I happened to find this one cause I was looking at La Princess. Um, this is that non-canon Spidey run um, with the Vampirella cover, one that I've never managed to acquire. It's not a super copy. I mean, I think it's 
nice and presentable, but there's some corner dings and damage and some tearing. Um, it's missing a little bit on a, on one of the corners. Um, so so a nice mid mid grade for twenty five hundred, which is a hell of a sale. Uh, it's in the late part of the run, so it's very tough to find anything. Those last five or six books are almost impossible in this non-canon. Uh, I don't have most of them. I think I've got a couple of the 181s, which is the Big Witty Gwen, but uh, especially the last three just don't come up that often, and this is a huge bump in price. It was a $500 book not too long ago, then 1000 and now it's 2500 it appears. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Did we lose Brian? He stepped away to see if he puts that's any batteries you, in his clock or something. That's what you get for it. That's what you get for educating everybody on these forum books, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you better get yours before you start bringing them up again. I'm not. I'm not buying anymore on those. I just. I can't afford them. Uh, so we're okay. Brian, I'm off to you. Number twenty-eight. Or twenty-nine. Yeah. It? If I if I'm muted, Brian. If I'm spending twenty five hundred on a book, it's got to be at least somewhat liquid. Yeah, you know? and I and I and I, I don't know enough about foreign stuff to be like I'm going to spend if I'm if I'm spending twenty five hundred, I want it to be something I can get twenty five hundred back like any week. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's that market's quite liquid as everybody wants yet. I mean, there's definitely yeah. more collectors coming in every day. I bought most of my stuff pretty uh, pretty effectively low, so I don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, yeah. I want to remind everybody to make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to go check out the channel. we got a bunch of other great shows over there, uh, new shows every night of the week. As you guys can see, a bunch of uh, uh, great curated playlists over there of uh, our most recent stuff. So make sure you guys go check it out. Hit that bell, like, and subscribe. Uh, dude does us a lot of good over there in the YouTube analytics. All right, so I had a lot of people hit me up and say, you know, I, I think we should do the, the card thing separate. So we're not going to have any uh, sports cards, so to say, in this. Uh, but uh, me and, and Stein and maybe a couple other people will have some uh, uh, micro content coming out soon for the sports card stuff. So this is interesting. This is a 1979 Kenner Star Wars display of the uh, Boba Fett, the launching missile as you can see there uh it's the actual display that uh, came out where everybody would send in to get their figure sold for twelve hundred dollars it's in horrible condition but great piece of uh, action figure history right there these have been selling like crazy so these special action figure sets i think they were um uh exclusive to like some were exclusive to target or some were exclusive to to walmart but a lot if you see these sets no matter who they are it's worth looking up because they sell for a lot of money and there was a lot sold over this last couple of weeks this is the 501st legion troopers uh the arc troopers which everybody went crazy for the arc troopers when they first came out in the three and three quarter action figure sets they first came out in the clone wars uh uh figures and they were just huge, a uh, huge in the resale market, uh, huge resale value in the, in the secondary market for many years. And um, this is a newer version. You could see 30 bids, $162 for the ARC Trooper set. All right. Um, another one of those things like you would never know. This is a McDonald's Legos Bionicles, the six uh, piece set, complete set, unopened, sold for $137. This is the type of thing that you could probably find at garage sales or flea markets. Again, these Bionicles sell for a lot of money. 
All right. I talk about Battle Beasts all the time. This one was crazy. I couldn't believe it sold so much. Yeah. This is a laser Battle Beast, uh, number 102, plus the weapon, sold for $790 for th with 39 bids. It must be Jeez. a super rare Battle Beast. Um, if anybody knows why this Battle Beast sells for so much or what it is, let us know. Uh, people have been sending us in the information like this from past episodes, and I have uh, somebody answered a question from last episode that I'll get to later. So if anybody knows about this Battle Beast, uh, make sure to comment on the YouTube video after we're done being live. This is kind of cool. When Dick Tracy came out, the Warren Beatty Madonna film, it was huge. And I remember going to see it and wanting all the toys. And the blank figure was the hardest one to find. It was impossible to find the blank figure. Even then, we all knew, why can't we find blank? Did they even make it? It's on the back. You couldn't find it. Here's an unopened version sold for $1,300 with 44 bids. Crazy. And you can see how yellowed the bubble is. We talked about this last week, um, how you got to be careful with the bubbled action figures and, you know, how they can get damaged. But here's a really yellowed bun that sold for $1,300. You guys remember this figure? Oh, hell yeah. I, I, I legit had every Dick Tracy figure except <laughs> Mike, except. And yeah. in 2021, something with no face still sells for more than Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This one I talk about all the time. This is one of the things that we first talked about when we got into action figures. One of the figures, uh, this is the Fantastic Four Classics Dragon Man figure. It always sells for big money. Not this type of money, but usually like $250, $300. Uh, it'll sell for that now uh, in loose, I imagine. This, along with the Spider-Hulk figure, any of those early uh, you know, Spider-Classic figures are worth money. There are a lot of all these old uh, Toy Biz figures towards the end of the run that were really hard to find. The Mysterio is another one that sell for a lot of money. So keep your eyes open on these types of figures. It's crazy. This is uh, Homies. Back to the to the little homies. I found this one. This is a set. Uh, it has a ton of the the figures for six hundred dollars. So it's just cool to see that these are selling. This blew me away. So I have even more than this to show you, but some of these Jurassic Park toys sell for unreal amounts. Uh, the the any of these Jurassic Park toys sell for money. Some of them sell for this type of money or more, thousands. So keep your eye out for these Jurassic Park, old school Jurassic Park figures or, or toys. Even loose, I imagine they sell for a lot of money. Here's this kind of cool shout out to Ultra Maximus. If you guys aren't watching the Wednesday night presser, uh, make sure you guys check it out. Every Wednesday night, Ultra Maximus goes through the new books of the week. Uh, just really killing it over there. And as you guys know, Ultra Maximus is a, a big, big transformers guy and this uh was really interesting because he talked about uh the story wanting this figure as a kid and all this stuff and here's one unopened uh i don't know if it's never been played with but the box is all there sold for 835 dollars 39 bits cool to see what these things sell for yeah I, that's why this is why i don't look up toys because i would have had a hard time not bidding on that yep because yeah. yeah because that is fucking awesome yeah this is cool. Uh, this is a big part of my childhood. I uh, shout out to the Absolute Geek guys. Uh, I, I, I talked about this on an old episode of theirs. 
Um, when I was a kid, I was obviously I've talked about GI Joe being my favorite thing, but I remember this figure coming out and I, and I want it so bad. And my mom finally sat down, we filled out the little thing and you get to name it and call it whatever you want and give it the abilities that you want and, you know, it, make it a, a commando or a ninja or whatever. And you could do all this stuff and they sent you back a little, you know, printed out. You could see it there on the right, the little printed out old school printer, a thing that tells all your character stats, the name and everything, but it came with a, a figure. And this is the Steel Brigade figure. The gold-headed ones are more rare. So as you can see, an unopened gold-headed one with just the figure sold for oh, $1,150. Uh, but a regular one with the, the bio, and this is exactly what I have. Uh, I have the box and everything. Um, sold for $332 with 38 bids. But the interesting thing is, and I think I've talked about this before. I called my my figure. It's called the rapper. I swear <laughs> yeah, to God. Oh, I remember the story. Yeah. yeah. He's called the rapper. He was a ninja that specialized in laser weapons. <laughs> That's what seven-year-old McClay was, uh, was uh, thinking about at, at seven years old. So, um, yeah, big, big shout out to G.I. Joe letting us name our own figures. <laughs> This is a G.I. Joe I've never seen before. This is a, an Estrella G.I. Joe. I think these are Brazilian, and uh, I've never seen this. This is a Tiger Force. It looks like Lifeline, but it doesn't look like Lifeline in the art, and it's got a little tiger with it, and I wonder if that is like Snake Eyes is, you know, if that's Wolf, like if that's the like a repaint or what, but this is a crazy figure I've never seen before, and I just love seeing these type of figures. Uh, very few of them that I've never seen before. This sold for eight hundred dollars, eighteen bids, carded, which just blew me away. Like you never think you'd see some of these figures carded from third world countries at the time. So wait, are we specking on uh, foreign toys? Now? We are. We are, man. Did you, did you just like have to one up me? <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred and thirty people watching live. Please, you guys, hit the like button, the thumbs up button. It helps us a lot. Make sure you guys subscribe. Hit that bell. Here is something interesting. I don't know if you guys remember this from your childhood, but I definitely remember seeing this figure around when I was a kid. Uh, different toy boxes from friends or gas stations or something. This is Skullman, the warrior beast figure from Remco. Early like He-Man type figure uh, sold for $677 carded, 18 bids. This is a major Star Wars figure. So do you guys know the story of Snaggletooth, the Star Wars figure? Yeah. No. Super, super rare figure. Uh, there's two different types, right? There is the... The red, uh, right? it, Yep, the blue and the red. Um, and the blue one is one of the rarest figures in Star Wars. Uh, a couple of these sold... This week, I saw multiple ones, and they sold for about this price. But um, this is uh, interesting. 36 bids, $1,000 for the blue Snaggletooth. And I guess there's a variant where it has a dent in the boot. So uh, pretty cool to see this guy being sold. I think this was some type of, uh, if I remember correctly, the blue Snaggletooth was some type of uh, send-away figure, right? I don't remember that detail, but probably so so there let's let's find out what the toe dent is live right all right uh so uh origins of the blue snaggletooth 
Let's just give this people some love here. We'll go live talking about this. Origins of the blue snaggletooth. The elusive blue snaggletooth in near mint condition is one of the rarest, most difficult figures to find. Um, the favorite blue alien hit the market nearly four decades ago as production mistake. When Kenner's toy designers were making the prototype, the only visual research they had for the character was a grainy black and white photo of the character's head lacking significant details from the Lucasfilm. The Kenner designers essentially made a guess to the color blue and height, average human height. When star Wars hit the big screen, Kenner's producers saw to their amusement that Snaggletooth was about three feet tall and wore a red suit. So the three and three quarter inch blue suited alien was scrapped and quickly replaced in the short stouter red figure. Um, and uh, there, the taller blue, snag blue snaggletooth was never sold singularly, tucked inside a plastic bubble attached to a card back. Instead, you had to purchase him as a Sears Cantina adventure set. Hmm. So, and um, there is a variant, of course, with the toe dent. So, pretty interesting stuff. I love figures like that. And it's cool to see uh, when they sell. And we could talk about the history of the figure. This is interesting. Uh, Mortal Kombat's coming out. Looks dope as hell. Mortal Kombat figures sell for a lot. Certain ones sell for a ton. This one, the Storm Shadow, uh, I mean the Sub-Zero Storm Collectibles Mortal Kombat figure Reptile. I don't know why it says Reptile, but it looks like Sub-Zero. Sold for $648 44 bids. All right, so one of the things that we talked about last week Oh, actually, before I get to this, let's do this. This is freaking cool. So we talked about, uh, I think, a couple of these cards last week. It was an NWA card, and I saw some more. This is a 1991 Premier Rat Pack NWA PSA 10 sold for $557. A Ice Cube same set sold for $355. And another Ice Cube in the same set sold for $224. So... This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. This is one we talked about last week, and we couldn't figure out why these sell for so much. So shout out to Cover Panel on IG who hit me up and said, hey, watch the show. Saw you were asking about the Magic Card Revise Packs. They don't have the Black Lotus or other big eight cards in them, but the Revise set has been growing in value with everything else. It does have dual lands in them and a few other big cards like the Wheel of Fortune, Copy Artifact, and some other cards. However, you have to be super careful buying loose packs like this. Magic cards are notorious for being searched. The packaging is see-through in the white part, and you can actually push each card up to the top and bend the pack a little bit to see the rest of the cards in the pack. So mm -hmm. people knew where the rare cards were and would push them to the top. So he said these look like they actually could have been searched. You can kind of see um, where the the they have, like, creases at the top yeah. of the white pack, like where they're pushing them and stretch marks. So... Just a shout out to everybody out there that are magic collectors that don't know about uh, unopened product and how they're very searchable. Um, I don't know if I'd spend twenty seven hundred dollars on sixty three search packs, but somebody did. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that is the end of our market report. All right, now we need to just get into some of the big talk of the night and. That is, what do we see happening with grading, CGC, grading prices, CBCS? Um, we had the, the thing happen with trading cards where PSA had to put the hold on everything but like 300 the $300 service. That was after they doubled prices trying to slow it. After yeah. they doubled prices trying to slow it, yep. Do we see that coming 
for comic books. And that is what I we have been a lot of people have reached out to us and asked us that same question. Do we think that CGC is going to make some type of announcement soon saying that they're going to have to raise prices to slow the amount of books coming in? I, I know that they would be successful, unfortunately, if they did it. Um, I would hope that like some grading companies did that if that did happen, that CBCS, who's doing a better job getting your books in and out, and they do just as good a job, if not better, at grading your comics, could then start to be able to capture more market value if they kept uh, prices on par, the same that they are, uh, you know, with CGC right now. I don't even know exactly. I know they're about the same. That's all. I, that's all I know. But also, um, if we remember, and I, I haven't talked to anybody specifically about this, and uh, this year, part of the slowdown for CGC was that they actually moved to a bigger facility. So we'd like to hope that um, that that could, uh, you know, that 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 would be helping them out. Um, also, they would know better. But so many of these companies with store variants and stuff like that um, are offering uh, 9.8s, like right out, like right out the gate. You can just buy a 9.8 instead of paying for whatever you want to pay. Um, so, so basically, um, how much of that is like their big business? Because um, that becomes unprofitable. Like right now, if if I have a if I have a book, I'm like, oh, this is perfect, and it's you know it's going to sell for. 60 or 70 bucks in a 9.8 there's a good chance that i'm creating it but if you're going to charge me 35 or 40 bucks to run the crapshoot on the thing you know whereas i'm where i'm instead of paying uh 16 you know whatever uh, dealer discount like 16 to 24 for a modern or modern fast track if they if they double that price I'm, I'm grading half as many books you just you know what i mean so i have no idea i, I do think that there's uh, grading in the future for cards is going to be a lot more computerized and a lot more standardized. I know there's people already working on that. And I think, um, and I think that's about 50 billion times easy. You, you just can't do that with a comic book because it has interiors. They have, they have to check, you know what I mean? You can't just, you can't just grade. I mean, we just grade the cover on a modern book. We assume, you know, a book's a week old. Nobody wrote on the inside of it. You know what I mean? But they have to check, you know? Um, I mean, we could test them out, I guess, but <laughs> you know, they miss some stuff, but so uh, I hope they don't, um, it, they're, you know, that's that turnaround time that you showed is, is not that horrendous and it's about five times better than it was probably three or four years ago when it was like, no matter what your fast track, you, you're taking like four or five months to get books graded, but it's just to get a different game than people are playing in. Um, I, you know, there's people, people in here, you know, every week we have, we have Dennis in here plugging for CBCS. And even though I'm not personally utilizing them yet for myself, I'm like, I swear every week checking, checking all the books that I have in, uh, checking all the books that myself and other people have in grading at CGC, it makes me that much closer to be like, screw it. I can get my books back in two or three weeks. And, uh, like I like was happening with CGC in January, by the way um and that's it but it's just at the same time like the uh, turnaround prices uh like i just saw i was just flipping through um like my comic shop.com there's uh the the john carter book that we're laughing out for saying eighteen hundred dollars is one listed for like eight or nine hundred on mcs.com right now for eight or nine hundred for the cbcs and and i and i could completely trust the grade just as much there's there's no there, i completely trust the grade just as much so uh yeah i hope that it doesn't if not happen. if 
if not a little bit more for a while there, CBCS was considered like a, a little bit harsher on the grading or, or a little bit better on the grading, depending on how yeah. you want to look at it. Um, and uh, at least when they first started, when but they first that, started, they're tougher on grading. It made their it made their uh, reputation actually get better because they were supposedly tough nine eights. They also uh, instead of just passing things through at nine eight, they actually were giving out um, nine point nines also. So you got you got less nine eights, more nine nines, and more nine sixes. So you you de- you know you deal with that like whatever however you could possibly deal with that. So um, yeah, so I I like. I like I like CBCS, but um, I'm not grading so many books that it's not not worth the turnaround to me at this at this point. But I see uh, I see I see a lot of people in the chat talking about all the issues that you know some of these companies have been having lately. Uh, you know, but we're not going to really get into that because I don't think that's fair to, for what this is talking about. I get they have problems, and there's there might be some you know uh, internal issues. Maybe they got to fix, but. We're, I don't think it's worth getting into whether, you know, in, in that conversation right now, maybe let them figure that out a little bit before we get too deep into it. There's some, there were some uh, things lately, but I, I think the bigger question is like you've been talking about, Sean, when do people start saying, Hey, CBCS is over there. Well, hey. yeah. So what's interesting to me though, is like, there's like six, seven card companies. Cause I, I, you know, I don't watch a ton of sports card stuff, but there's some people I watch that are talking both and you know, like, okay, PSA is down. We're going to send it to here. And, and then they rose their prices. So like, we're going to send it here. And then they, you know, they had a chain of six or seven and we don't really have that. I mean, PGX is not viable. I don't care who you are. It, it, it's not just, viable. They don't have a reputation. You, I, a PGX 9.8 is fucking worthless it's not but you, you you can't you're selling it at some fraction of it's value and it's a gamble yeah yeah um, this you is- know they've got there's a couple of what the halo and the european companies popping up but they, they aren't well known enough to, to for anybody to really use and why and why would you why would you possibly use pgx when you can get this kind of turnaround for this price from cbcs yeah so I, you, I just, you, know, you know what i mean would you get to get a week earlier but it's pgx and you can't sell it yeah i, I again i i've had my own tragedies with CBCS, not that they do a bad job. I just personally have taken a beating on a couple books and it has stuck with me. Um, if it were things I was not in a hurry to sell or that are rare enough that I don't worry about it, I still have a stack that may go that way. Um, they're just books I don't have to grade now. I just, it's so, it's so hard to choose. Hey, I'm going to send them here and not know if I'm going to get the same market value. Yeah. That's the thing. This and, right here is very interesting because I thought this was going to just push them ahead was the, their signature verification. Like th- that was such a big deal when they came out. And I felt like for whatever reason, I, I can't believe they dropped the ball having that there too. You know, I just, that was, was such a big deal. I was actually CBCS witness and, not, and like never used it. Well, like I'm I, got, I got verified and was going to do a thing at a show, and I just never, I never did. But well, being able to send your your autograph books in that have been signed before they had great, you know, graders is oh uh, yeah, red labels. Yeah, red labels. That's so key. Um, but that didn't really help them either. It didn't. It seems like. Well, it's just a niche. It you know, people are still like, "Well, I don't trust it." I'm like, "Oh." I thought them teaming up with Beckett was going to be like, oh shit! Yes. Now, now we're cooking, and that just didn't that just didn't happen. And and people don't get and 
and let's let's be honest, uh, these these CGC cases um, are the closest thing I've ever seen in in the industry to tamper-proof cases. They're they're sealed. They're sealed inside. Um, people swear that they can they they like I've seen people just try it for fun to switch books out. They can't get it perfect, but you could theoretically fool someone with a CBCS case, and that's why they started doing where they like laminate through the label in the top yeah. right corner of the books and it just makes it ugly. And I'm like, that's really all you guys can come up with. I mean, the case, the cases just aren't as good. They're, they're just, they're blatantly not. And then when uh CGC made that big misstep, it made those franking cases where they, they had the inner seal ready to go, but they were so lazy and they're going to try to get cheap. And then see, it's just throw those things, slap, tr- slam them in between plastic and let them move around and books get damaged. Um, and they're like, oh, okay, well, we already uh, we already have the solution. It's mysteriously, right? Yeah, they had a solution in a day after they'd already been doing these things. So th- those things would get damaged, and people were so pissed off when they changed. And then CG- CBCS, they switched to those ugly-ass rivet books. They switched their whole label up, made it look ridiculous, right? And then and then they saw how bad that was. They did that at the same time. You know, same as what's that, what's that card grading company that went up to $100 a card? SGC, right? Yeah, yeah. So they doubled. So they double their prices, or not? Not I mean quadruple or quintuple their prices when it was like you were gonna get. You guys are about to. You're about to get a. You're about to get a piece of the pie for once. Just work overtime. Yeah, I don't know, maybe it's not as easy as I make as, I, as I'm making it sound, but it's just like people aren't cutting into these PSA and CGC monopolies when they have a chance to do it. Well, and I, we got to also probably remember. You know, we said just just do more. Um, I am sure they were both these companies are dealing with supply chain issues. I mean, is there anything that isn't kind of having some kind of shortage out in the world for production problems? So it's not like they can just go, Oh, let's, let's triple output. Oh, you just can't. This doesn't make any sense. How can you resub reds for yellows? That sounds like it defeats the whole purpose of having a yellow label. Oh uh, yeah. I don't isn't know. A, the answer to that. Isn't a yellow label. Uh, somebody, something witnessed. Yeah. It's so a it doesn't, that if that's true, Dennis, if you can resub reds for yellows, that defeats the whole purpose, and that's not good for CBCS. Uh, I mean, it's got to be more to the sentence, though. There's, yeah, gotta, you know what I mean. Okay. It's got yeah, to be like J. Scott Campbell being like, "I signed that, I signed that, I signed that," or something like. You know what I mean? There's got, I mean, there's, uh, there's got to be something to it. But I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Listen, the signature series game for both of them is kind of like that's a that's a crapshoot. They both have their their people that work with them, and it is what it is. I, yeah, yeah. I really, I really didn't want to bring this topic up to like talk back and forth on which one's good, which one's bad. I just okay. more, you know, it's interesting to me that that the comic market still just really has two viable choices, uh, and nobody's thought to do anything else. And really, we're all kind of sitting here in a bubble, like, hey, this isn't going to be anything. I, I really wonder, you know, we have all these variants, we have all these people sending in books. Are this, you know, if if there really is an influx of new money and they start grading, how far backed up can it get? It's idea. I, I have no idea. Um, they sort of slam things through, and I, I'll be honest. Um, so I'll probably for myself, one uh, since just twenty twenty one, I probably uh, I don't know four or five months sent three four hundred books in, and uh, not not off most not for myself to to be honest and that doesn't those are that 
that doesn't include ones where people uh, people sent me the forms with them because that's not on my account. So I can't really see. Sometimes they tell me what grades are. Sometimes they, they don't. Uh, things like that. So I, I just I get to witness up and down. I see when books are checked in, it doesn't make like books checked in. I got books from uh, uh, three twenty seven to finally received that I had sent in three weeks before that. And I, ones that were received uh, just like a week ago or are, are scheduled for grading. Like stuff doesn't make it just doesn't make sense. Like well, a lot of this stuff, and then there'll be like completely, completely different graders. Like uh, uh, one friend sent in uh, like fifty, like uh, fifty prescreen. One and I, I like to I like to mix things up in there because every you send in twenty five books at a time. They split it into orders of twenty five, no matter what you do. So uh, you know, I try to put different ones in different books. Like if you got two two of the same book, I'll put well, I'll put one in the first twenty five, one in the other twenty five. You know, and just to just to see if you get you know different graders or things are the same or something like that. Uh, I don't like to always send five of the same book or something like that. Things like that. It's clearly graded by different people, right? It's clearly graded by different people because I have an opinion, and my. I, I've seen more hammered stuff lately. I feel like these dudes are overworked and mad at us. <laughs> like I, I, I feel like these dudes are overworked and mad at us for for some of the stuff. And then sometimes, man, man, they had a good morning, and you're gonna you're gonna hit you know over twenty something out of your twenty five in in nine eight. And then uh, I'll get modern occasionally. Like uh, I I just had something shipped in there, just some stuff I want to grid. Nothing, just flip books. Nothing, nothing important. No like PC stuff. You know what I mean? Just oh, there's a nine two in there. No graders fucking notes. But I got but a, but a nine two. Dude, I know better. A brand new modern book isn't a nine. Generally, not going to be nine two off the shelf. Much less after it gets pressed and gets sent and just gets sent in. And I'm just sitting here going like, you're not even going to pretend to tell me why this is possibly a nine point two. Well, you I, know what I mean. There, there was like I had another dude get get like he had ten books. I thought they were all nine eights. I didn't pre screen for him. I was just like, oh, he chose good books. He knows how to grade. He's a person we all know. He used to have a grade club, and I send it in. He's getting he's getting like modern uh, between like eights and nines. And I'm all just someone woke up and decided to screw this guy. Like it well, didn't, it didn't make that, sense. I didn't check that. Or you know, my brother says, you know, theory he's got is uh, books are sitting in these boxes longer. We, we don't know uh -huh. the conditions in this warehouse. Maybe it's hot. Maybe it's not. Uh, I I just got a 25 book order. This first time I've ever done that many. I got the grades today. I haven't got the books. I'll show them off next week. But I will say almost all of them had greater notes. If it was below a nine eight. Um, that was a plus. I must have got lucky grader that felt generous to tell me. But the only book that took a hit was the one that my brother sent in with it, and uh, it had a note about a indent across the entire top of the book. Got an eight five, and my only thought was like it didn't look that way when it left. Is that it was sitting on top of another book, and you know one slid high, one slid low, and his just pressed in a dent from the top edge or something. And I'm like. Yeah. That wasn't there when it left. So they're, they're not. They're not. They're not checking in books for two, three weeks, and then I don't know. If I I like to hope they sit upright in a conveyor belt system or something. I don't know how that. You know, I like to hope that they store them like that. But they don't. You know, we don't ship them the way we would store books. We're just not. It doesn't make sense. Like it. Well, we also don't know. You know, which way is that box up and down? You know, you put a send a box. There's no pot. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, okay, I can't lie. I do draw arrows on the sides of my boxes. I don't know if they follow the arrows or not. No, no, they don't follow the arrows. 100%. <laughs> it's in a warehouse. They throw these, these, throw these things around, you know, and, yeah. and it's it's just, it's really difficult. Um, and I, and, and that's one thing that, that I can say, this is, this is my opinion. And um, also it plays off exactly what you're saying about how they're going to say, 
people are like, well, you're not going to get your bags and boards back. You should pack things in, in my, in my opinion, in a, uh, in a standard sort of way, like use all the same, you got 25 books, put all the, put all the same type of uh, bags and boards. Cause they're all going to sit together the same way. Do the best. Just imagine if your books for over a month, are going to be across the country and in a warehouse and they have to sit together. How could they not get hurt the least? You know, if you just use your throwaway bags and boards and they mismatch, they're going to slide around in there and you don't know when you're going to get them back. And clearly some of them get, they drop some of these things. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> Dude, they, they somehow drop some of these. I'm positive. Do you guys um, follow ETA Nick much? And have you guys, you know, heard about his story about, you know, going and trying to become a grader over there and, no. If you guys, if you guys, if any of you guys out there get a chance, go fo- go check out ETA Nick. He's a very interesting uh, part of this community, and he's got some really good stories about you know trying to be a grader over there and going through the training and this and that, and uh, it's really interesting. But that that's the other thing: are they hiring more people? You know, are they hiring one a day, two a day, three a day? Like, what what is the plan? Um, I know they don't have to give us that information, but it would be nice if, if the backup is starting to, you know, get here. Here's the, here's the problem. If people that have been in comics this many years and we'd be that good at grading and have seen this many different books probably can make more money that they're going to, than they're going to pay a grader for a full-time career. Like in, in all seriousness. So who like, and you can't, you can't trade someone how to, how to grade, I mean, okay, you could uh, clearly they go to different tiers. Like they're gonna have, they've got different. Like uh, I'm completely sure they have uh, different, like silver, bronze, gold type of graders, and these do with moderns. Like I'm pretty sure I can damn near teach anybody how to grade a modern book. You know what I mean? If you start with, you start by like just checking out what's wrong with the thing. You know, uh, assume they never give out a ten. <laughs> start at nine eight and go from there, and then. Uh, it, it, you know, see see what the big deal is, and then after you see enough, it's not that it not big an issue on brand new books. But like, what like what do you what are you really gonna do? And like, I I what a, what a what a um yeah yeah Chris is right. They definitely did. There, there were some <laughs> there were temps during the signing rushes, things like that. Um, How we, yeah, we don't hire temp people for something like that. <laughs> Look. Some of the people checking the books in at shows, which I always have my paperwork done ahead of time. Um, but normally, the only time I would do, I, I did show drop off years ago to be cheap. And then I realized they just ship it back and I can ship better than them. So, like, I, I don't, I stopped doing show drop off many years ago. But, like, we do the on site grading and stuff like that. Like, they're like looking like spawn. Like, they don't, like, even when there wasn't, like, even up to like five years ago when there wasn't like, you know, 50 store variants and you actually knew it, it, all these virgin variants and stuff, you know, people checking, checking stuff in like that. They do. They don't always know. They don't know what your books are. Um, so yeah, with tent people, tent people's probably, um, I don't know. Yeah. I heard there were, <laughs> heard there were a lot of tent people. So well, the well, other I mean, thing is you guys are making people? an assumption that these people are comic people. Like just the people grading books are probably as much as it has to be comic people. There are people you know, work in the warehouse, people moving books around, people, you know, tagging books, people putting people putting the books in the slabs are probably not common people. They're just guys getting paid X an hour to do a very mechanical type job. Have you ever bought a, a comic book at Toys R Us? 
and uh, the late like I'm I'm placing this little this precious comic book, this precious newsstand on the on the counter on the conveyor, and she picks it up. She's just flapping it around. I'm like, man, <laughs> so it's probably the same people at, uh, at the CBC warehouse. Well, how about this one? When do you guys, as pickers and flippers, start going into stores and specifically looking at CBCS books now? As I don't know. ever, I don't see any graded books in stores. I mean, like maybe a handful here and there. Like I go to a short a store and they've got six up, and I'm like, I, I don't know. If that's just a, a local problem, like or I, cons. I, I see stores elsewhere, and I go, oh, okay. I don't see them discounted at cons, man. I think if yeah. they're live, they're putting the same price because your eyes are on it. I think the whole reason CBCS doesn't get as many eyes is they're just not as common a search term. People look CGC 98. Mm -hmm. They look CGC 98. I've started just looking for 98s now. Uh, but I don't I don't see the deals, but I know they exist. It's just it's just then now with you know everybody saying it's harder to hit a 98. Do you really want to try and cross one over to, to see if you make a premium? Is it worth it? Or are you just gonna sit oh. on this book? I, I don't know. It's all a big gamble with we're talking this big of money. You know, it used to be a a twenty dollar gamble. Now we're gambling. Hey, it goes from nine eight to a nine six. You just lost, you know, eight hundred bucks on some of these fairly modern books. What about pre-screen nine eights? I see a couple people talking about it in the chat right now. What are you guys' thoughts on the pre-screen nine eights or the pre-screening in general? I, I have an opinion. To me, there's a second set of eyes on there, and you're they're just more likely to find a defect. To me, like I, I always think I can grade. I'm going to take my chances. Why, why am I going to have two people tell me that it's not a nine, eight? Yeah. I, I'll, I, take, I, I'll take the nine, six slab and go and move on. Yeah. I've, yeah. Same, same here. And um, same, same here. I know some people only want the nine, eight, so they don't, they don't give a shit. And then the whole thing is like, well, I'd take a nine, six, but you feel like if you put down nine, six pre-screen, then you'll get a bunch of nine, sixes back. You know what I mean? So it's like I can't I can't bring myself to do a nine six pre screen, even though a lot of books that I never would have graded if they weren't nine eight, uh, like Teen Titans twelve for an instance, or three hundred bucks on that. Like all these these nine sixes are now worth money, and they used to be worth your time. Yeah. Like you could get like a full raw price at a nine six, and nine eight was the only like golden hat. So if I had questions, I was really 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 picky about what I graded. Now I'm just like, yeah, screw it, I'll give it a whirl. You know, try to fix it as best I can, and just and just see how it goes because uh, people are buying nine sixes, they can't. You know, when nine point eights get you priced out, um, so I don't. Yeah, we're so almost in a world where a nine, a nine four is getting a decent premium on some of these books. Yeah, and I and I've seen like I sent okay, I sent books. Uh, I sent books for someone, and they were books that all needed grading um, because, like I'm saying about like you know um, something really some ultimate Fallout fours and things like that, like <laughs> like very like. So I, I sent this. I sent this sub in um, for for a guy. And they accidentally somehow listed them in 9.8 pre-screen when they weren't 9.8 pre-screen. But 22 or 23 of them hit. So I was just all, oh, fuck it. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, I'll take that. You know what I mean? There was just, there's, and I, I just did not think by any means all those, like, that there were 22 or 23 9.8s in there. But they were books that were so expensive, they're worth grading. And, uh, and, and so, they, yeah, they just screwed up and did that. I did it. Uh, I did one. Uh, I did one for another guy who wanted pre-screens. They sent him one nine six back. I'm gonna oh, come on, man. 
you know, it was a decent 9.6, but I'm like, there was a 9.6 and a 9.8 pre-screen once because these things happen. But, um, you know, so I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, think I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I like to think that, like, I like to just go with it myself, and I just I just want to go with it. And it's either something that's worth grading at, at, at a lesser than 9.8 grade for me, or I already or I think it's a nine eight tapping, so that that's what I create. So I I don't I don't I don't do it myself, but I understand yeah, what people do. Like Doc Joe's here. Doc Joe doesn't sell books. I mean, often I know he'll sell occasionally to somebody or trade, but he doesn't like list them on eBay. Then I understand you don't want nine sixes piling up if you don't want the nine six. But I mean, most of us will take it and look and go. I am very confident these are, you know. Most of them will be nine eights. Yeah, I'll probably take a hit or two because I missed something. And if I get a nine six, I'll just sell it if I don't want it. But it, it does depend on your style and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And 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 I. This is the first time in in my um, that modern, other than like ultra rare stuff, modern stuff. Uh, you know, nine four nine six are worth giving in a whirl. And plus, you know what? If I ever guarantee like one book out of twenty five is going to be a nine eight, it'll be the only one that's not. <laughs> every 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 fucking time. Every, I don't, don't get my hopes up anymore, man. I just no, no. But I know what. But like you know, if I see a nine two or something, I'm like, you get out of here with that. Like I wouldn't. I don't do that. I don't. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, Unless I know it is, you know. But just sometimes I don't. And I don't know why they hate me and won't give me graders notes for anything. But they don't. I think it really depends on the grader, man. I, like I said, I, my order I just saw today, I, I think there were graders notes on everything except maybe 196, and I was like, okay, I don't care that much. Yeah. Well, you know what? It just – it's about time, and I don't, I don't know what it will take. Um, the CGC – I'm sorry, the case is prettier to me. Um, it's it's less tamperable. Those are my opinion. That's, that's my opinion. Um, I, like get, I like getting them back. Um, I, I come to rely on them too much and a lot of stuff that I grade is for resale, but I mean, I, I do wish CBCS would get better due and that we could use it more that we, um, sub it more, but like brand new regular stuff, man. Like that's like you said, I, I think you're right, John, that people aren't searching for CBCS nine, eight, they're searching for CGC nine, eight, but now I don't, I don't type anything. I just type nine, eight now, whenever I'm searching for anything. Yeah. You know, if I'm looking for a nine eight, but you know, so I don't know. But they're doing a good job. You can definitely trust their grading. They're getting them back faster. Um, so yeah, so I don't I don't have any problems doing them. And if it's a PC book or a nine eight I can't find, I buy stupid eighty stuff that I just like if I can find a nine eight and I got no problem paying less for a CBCS if it's just gonna stay just gonna stay in my closet. I think this is a really good comment right here. Make the industry you want to be in. And and that also goes with the community, right? So this whole community in general, whether it's if you don't like uh, how, you know, this publisher is doing things, if you don't like how this uh, company is doing things, if you don't like how this show is doing things, you don't like how this app is doing things. All right. So let's get try to get into that community and change it for the better. Right. So um, it's very important that rather than just sitting here and, and, throwing stones at these guys all the time let's try and figure it out i get it but on the other hand i see a lot of people saying oh haven't you guys had the cgc guys on here haven't you had matt nelson on here i know you know george interviewed matt nelson listen we've, they we've, going... had, we've had uh, steve on a show too 
Yeah, they go into these interviews most of the time saying the same things that they're going to say in every other interview. They're not going to go in there and shoot their foot off. Uh, We're talking about big, you know, professional companies, not just somebody that's, you know, sitting like us sitting in their house uh, with their dog passed out on the couch doing a YouTube show. You know what I mean? So I don't expect these guys to go on a show and really get into the nitty gritty. It would be nice. And we do ask the questions. Don't get me wrong. um, But Sometimes they're just not going to answer that stuff. And and by the way, CGC, it would be nice to get you guys on here to hear about not only the comic grading aspect, but also your card grading aspect. Because if PSA and SGC are upping prices, this is where you could take over. We talk about how CBCS really shit the bed early on. Man, CGC could be shitting the bed right here with their card grading stuff. We don't know anything about it. Come on here and tell us. So... There's my little uh, soapbox rant. All right, you guys want to get into some pickups uh, did, for the week? Did, C- did CGC uh, are they doing sports cards yet or no? They suppose they have come out and said they are. I've seen Jordans, uh, you know, in their little things graded. Okay, okay. so yeah, cool. I don't know. I know uh, they started with like the gaming cards and stuff. So yeah, I, it would just be nice to hear from a little bit more from them um and we have these a bit the ability to, for them to come on shows like this and and to come on platforms like this and really get out to the people quickly so but another thing that the people said is maybe this is going to cause another grading company to pop up and that would be great too more competition is a good thing so all right let's get into some pickups carter you want to go first brother sure let's all do right. it okay we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do an unboxing. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do this in a hot minute. But I want to talk about a book really fast. I want to talk about a book really fast. Okay, we now we talked about this book last week on uh, on my channel. So we have Thunderbolts. We're doing. We're gonna do some Thunderbolts spec. Okay, so we have Thunderbolts number one forty five. This is the second print, and. Uh, mm-hmm this book a lot i came across this book uh, a couple of weekends ago and so this is the first appearance of a character called uh guna and uh she is half as guardian she's also half uh Mogzi troll and uh she was actually a part of the thunderbolts team i have no clue where she went but uh i like i like this i like this character so she's like a like a teenage girl. I'm over here trying to like move my neck to see it. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, so she's um half as guardian, half troll. So she's like huh. a younger character. She uh, teamed up with the um she teamed up with the young Avengers for a uh for for a spell. You know what I'm so, saying? So James Gunn comes back to do this Thunderbolts, you're in. Right? <laughs> so I like this and this is the second print so this is like the rarest version of this issue and um there are no copies of this available online like eBay like any of the online shops this book is really tough to find so if you can find this out in the wild good luck okay next 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 we have some sandman speculation this is my speculation now so we have Dead Boy Detectives number one. This is a one in thirteen variant, and this is a book I talked about eh, about a month or so ago. And uh, this is the first appearance of Crystal 
Von Hovercraft. And there she is right on the cover. She is a she is like a newer character. This book is from uh, 2013. And this light is awful. This is, is this better? Yeah. Yeah. And um, and she she teams up with the uh, dead boy detectives. And we all know that uh, these characters are going to be in the Sandman TV show at some point. So it makes sense that this character would be, I'm not saying she is or isn't, but it would make sense that uh, Crystal Von Hovercraft, this new character is, uh, will make, will make an appearance at some point down the road. Maybe not now, but maybe, maybe later. But, uh, and also what more did I want to say about this? Uh, this is her first appearance. And since, and this is the one in 13 variant, and this is her first cover appearance as well. So she's not on the regular cover. So I like this book and this book is super duper cheap. You, this book can be found at cover price. So uh, make your way to uh, Dead Boy Detectives. And, oh, you know what? Now this is a book I have never seen before. I found this for 50 cent yesterday and I'm just excited. So we have Gwenpool number two, second print. I've never seen this. And I'm trying to find, I've, I've searched eBay. I've searched like all online stores. I've even searched like just a Google, like Google image. There's like not even a Google image of this that I can see. So Gwenpool number two, second print. That's yeah. Did yeah. not know that existed. Yeah. Well, like I found it for 50 cents. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> all right. So we're going to file, we're going to file this unboxing under too good to be true okay uh-oh so, straight off the bat i paid straight off the bat i paid 120 for this okay all right so i look 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 when i hit buy i'm like fingers crossed let's hope this thing comes and uh we'll try to i'm gonna i'm gonna try not to poke myself in the eye with this fucking exacto knife yeah but, uh, on the edge Oh man, you, you got the artist one. You need the retractable comic knife one. Right. <laughs> man, this thing came pretty damn quick too. So I don't know if I don't know if this seller needed money. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he got a drug debt going on or something. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, baby, holler at me. So ooh, it's upside down. People so drug debts don't send a ship to books. Right. <laughs> this is pretty nice. Oh, usually, oh, it's usually shit. disgruntled ex-wives. <laughs> Even better. Ooh, I, hope, I hope that was the case. Okay, so we got. Oh wow! Department. Ooh, look at that. Nice, nice Department of Truth. That's a good deal. Jeez. Number one, one in one hundred. That's insane. Nine point six. That's a steal. Isn't a raw like five hundred bucks or something like that? You can't get a raw even in that. You, yeah, like, less than like three times that or something. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I, I was looking at. Um, I was looking at a raw copy just today, and the thing had a dent, like, like right in here, and it's still sold for like almost four hundred bucks. We're talking <laughs> yeah. raw. Yeah. So we got the one in one hundred, and the funny thing was, um, uh. I saw like a really cheap copy of Canto number one sell. And I'm like, okay, so what else did this seller have? 
And this was here and this was uh, in his online store. And I'm like, let me buy this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the, that's a thousand dollar in a CBCS 9.8 and a thousand. How much for a CGC 9.8? 860 it sold. So you got a little bit more for this one. This one got for a lot more, but it was signed three times. Yeah. Wow, man, that's a score. Here we go. Nine point eight sold for eleven hundred fourteen seventy five. Wow, not bad, my friend. And like people are always saying now, that uh, keep an eye on those nine sixes and nine fours for. Mm -hmm. Not bad. That disgruntled wife money, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Z, what you got? You got anything? Yeah, I got a couple today. I truthfully haven't been spending any money because I'm still paying off my uh, my 300 purchase, but I have a bunch of foreign books that keep coming in because they take you know two months to get here. Um, so you know we're looking at purchases of the past that keep arriving. Uh, one I found that that was kind of cool is a Mexican edition of uh, X Men 205, the Campbell variant. Uh, picked this up for like eight to ten bucks. I thought, all right, it's a good cover for that. I'll I'll take it. Uh, the the standard's getting pretty pricey. I got a uh, Mexican edition of Shazam number one from uh, my boy Interglobal Comics. Uh, follow him on IG. He's uh, been on the show quite a bit, but one just to add to the collection of that. Uh, anyone care to guess what this book is? It contains one of the biggest classic books of all time. No fucking clue. This is... The Spider-Man 300 Guts from Germany. The Germans fucked up uh, the classic and put a different cover on it. <laughs> why Why would you do that to, like, the book that, you know, everyone in the world knows is one thing? Um, I don't know. They're very efficient I, at making cars and things. I don't know. I, I just, like, I, in my head, I, I bought it just because I'm like, it, it's a stupid piece of history. Why would you do it? Uh, I showed you guys this one the other day, but uh, the classic creepy Superman. This is the Colombian edition. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. I, didn't, I bought it. I, I was buying I the book. shit out of that pillow. That kid is terrifying. <laughs> What's Argentinian for? Take it. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple big boy books. Um, a really nice copy of uh, Brave and the Bold uh, 54. Nice Mexican version. Uh, tough book and uh, really nice copy came about. I don't even have any idea where you shop for this shit. <laughs> a lot of connections. Yeah, yeah apparently, dude. Yeah, apparently. Um, and then one more that this one I I'm honestly surprised I picked up as cheap as I did is the uh, Brazilian uh, First Craven. So probably a good book to sit on for a while. That's it. I can't afford any American books, but someday I'll buy some more. Very cool. Sean, you got anything? Uh, not much. Uh, if, if the mail works fast, next week is going to be ridiculous. If not, the two weeks from now will be ridiculous. It was not fast. Uh, random spec stuff. I did get, I did get some of the, the uh, JTC Luke Skywalkers. Nice. Um, I see a lot of people trying to dump them fast for, for, for not a lot. I grabbed a few. It's Luke Skywalker. I like JTC anyway, so these are uh, those always do a little better. Um, so with the uh, what's it called? The Stadium Comics. Jo- uh, John showed some of these uh, the the other week. I forget which ones of you had the same ones, but like uh, 
they do they do good homages. So got a couple of the oh, yeah. the Betty Betty and Veronica of obviously the uh, X Men one hundred and one um, homage going on there. And then any of the pit-up stuff's going to go well. And I think these are pretty limited. I think like 500 or something like that. So grab a couple of these too. Um, thought those thought those were great. Um, uh, I did. I found hadn't seen one of these in a while. No one talks about it quite as much. Uh, I found a good deal. Grabbed a, a, a oh, CM7. Yeah. A CM17. And then I uh, got to uh, thank the Modern Playbook guys. They brought up with the McFarlane books going up. Um, the 423 and stuff like that. Um, so doing the uh, interiors also. So I went with 198 of the um, of a tech, of Tech 576, um, and I don't think 80s 9.8 McFarlane's are uh, shitty shitty purchases anymore. And I think even with shipping, this was under 200 bucks. So uh, I figure I figured I figured that's a good deal. I love the cover, and I've always just loved having these. I picked up. Um, you know, the four of these, I think one of the, he didn't do one of the covers, I think, but like there's four of these in the, uh, the year two. And, uh, so, uh, I always grab them stuff. I've never had a graded copy of any of them. I definitely have some, um, left lying around at least a couple sets, if not more. Um, and, uh, so anyway, finally, yeah, I got it just to McFarlane nine, eight. So that's, that is, that is all I have. All right. I, uh, I have got, no comic stuff, but uh, before I get into the card stuff and everybody leaves, I want to remind everybody, hit that like button. Make sure to subscribe. Hit that bell. Um, I had a buddy come over the other day with a tub of stuff, and he said, here, I found these in my garage. You can have them. And I opened it up, and it was just a bunch of, like, 89-score baseball, like, 87-tops baseball, just, like, three sets, complete sets of 87-tops baseball. I'm like, there's really nothing in there. So I put them, put them to the side, and a couple days later, I went and looked at them, and I found some good stuff. I found the 87 opening day Donra set that could very well have the most, one of the most infamous air cards ever, the Barry Bonds rookie that has Johnny Ray pictured. It came in the set, so this is unopened, so it might be in the set. I don't know how I'm going to sell this or what I'm going to do with it, but it's kind of cool. Awesome. Right? Um, had a pro set golf set and this used to be a throwaway box but now because everybody's are paying for everything this is the inaugural pro set set had a box of uh the hoops unopened with uh you know the jordan and the mark jackson menendez brother cards it had a uh, 1985 tops baseball complete set that uh, looked just absolutely gorgeous. It had a 1982 Tops complete set that looked absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it had, like I said, like three sets of the 87. So I just took out the really minty ones, the ones that look centered and look like they can be. Uh, here's some of the 82 cards, the second year uh, Ricky Henderson. They, they look good. Uh, a couple Danny Ainge cards and playing baseball. Uh, had the 87 Fleer set, so I pulled all the rookies out of there. Had a couple Strawberry rookies, a uh, bunch of Randy Johnson rookies, a ton of Bo Jackson rookies. There's two of the 86 Sport Flicks Bo Jacksons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was multiple sets of those. Uh, had this card. You remember this card, Bo Nose? Oh, yeah. This is one of those. Burnt, what do they call those if people made those? Here's a yeah, 87 Tops football rookie. 
Very nice. Um, here's the 87 Donruss opening day rookie, which they had multiple sets of, but they only kept one on one open. This is the 87 Leaf. Uh, as you can see, it usually should be Donruss, but it's Leaf. Yeah. Uh, this is the Canadian version of the Donruss stuff. Here is some of the coolest stuff, though. It had a ton of vintage cards in it. And it had stacks of them in perfect condition. This is a 1966 Tops, Burt Campanaris, ton of Hall of Famers. Look at the centering on this. Wow. I mean, and they all look like this. Here's an Al K line. Damn. Yeah, here is a Ron Santo. And there was multiple, I mean, stacks and stacks of these 60s cards. Here is a uh, Yaz 68. Here is a Mickey Lolich. I mean, just centered perfectly. Kurt Flood, of course, the very first free agent, the guy that every sports player should thank their almighty stars that he did what he did. Um, so our free agents should never happen. There's a Barry Bonds rookie, 87 Fleer, really nice and minty. Of course, the Cal Ripken rookie, yeah. really nice and minty. Yeah. I mean, love Hall of Famer rookies, right? Lee Smith rookie, Hall of Famer, minty. Here's one, a Bob Boone rookie, right? 1973 tops. This one, I could not believe it was in there. It was not in, it was like at the bottom of the bin. It's got a little bit of a tweet corner, but I don't care. Uh, 1993 Derek Jeter score rookie, right? Um, and and so those cards just go on and on and on. This is a Dale Murphy rookie. Uh, here's like an old 1960s Jim Brown card. And uh, like I said, the 60s cards in super good condition just go on. But that isn't the best part about this set. Let me show you guys some, some of the best part about this set. I thought these were reprints when I first saw them. Well, not this one. This is a Circle K WWF George the Animal Steel card. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Okay. The right. and the Yeah. All right. So these are out. 1954 Bowman. Look at what? the stack of this. 1954 Bowman. Holy Minty. Shit. Minty, right? Hall of Famers, no big names. Like it doesn't have uh the the mantle, but it's got uh Duke Snyder. I'm gonna let me find these cards. You guys are gonna shit when I show you some of these. Um just to just to even see these in this condition, uh, and 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 to see Holly Flamers, here's Richie Ashburn. I mean, look at the condition on these. That's crazy, dude. Dude, it, absolutely crazy. Um, uh, hold on, let me just. I went over these with uh, with uh, Stein. Here we go. All right, look at this, Billy Martin. Wow. Yep. Bob Feller. Nice. 54 Bowman, guys. They used to time Bob Feller's pitches with a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Early win. <laughs> Hall of Famers. Look at this one. Duke Snyder. Wow. I mean, just – and these cards are just – you could feel the difference in, in the cardboard. Eddie Matthews. It's like and old comics. Yep, and here's an Eno Slaughter. And these are just some of them. But like I said, there's a whole stack of 54 Bowman here that Doc are Bill's just drooling. Yeah, right. That are just going absolutely like I couldn't believe it. I thought they were fakes. 
All right, so uh, again, even more, like this is even more 60s stuff, all just perfect. So a couple of footballs, there was uh, uh, some other football cards and stuff in there, but here's the injury stuff that'll end on everybody. And I've <laughs> lost all of our viewers. You guys remember these superstar cards? Look how hot Debbie Gibson was back in the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking smoking right look she at debbie moment. gibson she had a moment smoking all right have you ever heard of this band linear anybody ever heard of linear how did linear get a card where they cropped out their fourth member ever kill somebody i don't know I don't know. Remember the guy that the the cat that was in the Paul Abdul video? He, oh MC Scat Cat, of course I do. He got his own card. He likes to yeah. smoke. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So here's the best one, though. I saved the best for last. Guar. Oh. <laughs> That's Fuck pretty awesome. Hey. I thought you were coming with Naked Samantha Fox, but all right. Guar. The greatest metal band ever. Thank God for fucking Guar. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight. It was a fun uh, show, and I want to remind everybody: make sure you hit the subscribe button. We give away random comics and and give giveaways from a lot of our friends that are retailers. But in order to win those comics, you guys have to uh, leave a comment on the YouTube video below, not in the live chat, but below, and also be a subscriber and hit that bell to receive all notifications. And you have your chance, uh, a chance to win a random book. Uh, we, during the shows, we'll pick random comments from there, from past shows and give those books away. So make sure you guys Hit the subscribe button and hit the bell. And love to everybody on the channel. Make sure you guys check out all the amazing shows that we have coming the rest of the week. Comic Book Women tomorrow. And, of course, the Modern Playbook Spec 10 will be tomorrow morning. Uh, but i got some big news coming later this week. So keep your eyes open on all of that. And uh, much love to everybody for checking us out tonight. We will see you guys next time. Adios. Thanks, guys.